Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. You ever wonder if the story that you tell your prospects about your products, about your services, about your value is really the right story? It's the story that they want to hear. On today's podcast episode, I've got a great guest. His name is Andy Raskin. You may be familiar with him. He's written a lot on LinkedIn, a lot about this idea of strategic narrative. And I think you'll find after you listen to this that you'll have a much better way to tell your story and really to craft it as well. So I hope you enjoy the interview with Andy Raskin. Raskin is my guest today. Welcome to the Bill Kasky Podcast, Andy. Thank you. Great to great to talk with you, Bill. Andy and I have had some uh, Twitter conversations and maybe LinkedIn conversations. I've been a follower of Andy's for years and just really respect and, and love the work he does. It's soulful, meaningful work. It's He's not a fly-by-night guy. He's, he's done some great work with companies and his business basically is helping CEOs align their leadership teams around what he calls a strategic narrative. It's a story that powers the success of the sales team, the marketing team, the fundraising team, recruiting team, and his clients have a wide variety, Gong, Dropbox, Salesforce, Square, IBM, tons. So I wanted to talk to you, Andy, a little bit today about your methodology, but start with just how did you get started in this whole business of consulting around narrative and story? Well, I started as a uh, computer scientist. So I was a computer science major in college and uh, a coder uh, when I came out. And uh, uh, a few years after that, a friend and I had an idea for an app that we thought could be a business. Uh, This was like late 90s. So this is like a Windows app. So we coded a prototype and we got some users and we thought, okay, well, well, maybe we can get some VC money. So we uh, decided that we'd write a business plan. I wrote the plan. I sent it out to some VCs and the uh, reaction was really bad. And one of them wrote back, uh, Andy, listen, the, uh, the, the, we, we rate every plan we get on a scale of one to 10 and yours is a one. And then in Brent, next in parentheses next to that he wrote worst in case we thought one in case might you be thought one was high yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no so but then uh, he wrote in the margin this is when they would still like print it out and mail it back to you um, he wrote in the margin not a compelling story and huh. I didn't really pay much attention to that uh, until a few weeks later I was walking by this Barnes and Noble uh, and there was a sign in the window that said for anyone who wants to tell a compelling story. And there was an arrow pointing to these books that turned out to be screenwriting books. And I knew nothing about, you know, I watch movies obviously, but I didn't know anything about the art of screenwriting or the, the, the craft of it, the formulas around it. And so I read this book and I, and, and um, the, what I realized, the first thing I learned from this book was that every movie really is a pitch. And, you know, what's Star Wars a pitch for? It's a pitch for 
you know, abandoning, like when Luke starts out, he's kind of a self-centered kid. He wants to have adventures and be, you know, go into space. And it turns out that that's a losing that's going to, he's going to lose that way. The only way he can win is if he sort of becomes selfless, uh, learns to be like introspective, you know, essentially embrace the force, trust the force. Uh, you know, the real enemy, I think in that movie is not Darth Vader. It's, it's his own ego. Internal. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, and similarly with other movies. And I, and I started to see that, uh, that some of the best, uh, entrepreneurs, CEOs were doing kind of a similar thing. And uh, the the first one uh, was right around that time was, uh, well, well, I'd say, first of all, you know, we rewrote our plan based on what we we got, you know, what, what I learned from this. And we started getting interest, you know, it was sort of interesting, like, huh, what is this thing? And, and it was a couple of years later, um, I noticed Benioff when he launches Salesforce, he says, you know, he 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 does this similar thing. He says, hey, you know, the the it, software is over. That whole mindset, that whole way of 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 playing the game is that whole game is over. And there's this new game called the cloud, and very similar. To, that's the way you win now. There was an old game that that that's a losing game. Now there's a new. And then uh, other companies, I started seeing doing that. I started writing about it and, and that kind of and, and working with CEOs on this. And that 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 was the beginning of it. So the, it started with the four words, uh, a compelling story. Maybe that's three. But uh, is that's where it started. But then it led into this. Well, what's what's the structure of the story? We need a story. But what's the structure? Is it old way, new way? Is it, uh, you know, enemy, hero? What are the, what are the sum of structure? So that's really yeah, good. exactly. And because you know, I, I wasn't writing a movie, um, you know, so I couldn't really follow the the advice of these books. I was writing a you know a pitch for a business, and I didn't have two hours and and special effects. It, it's different. So what applied, what didn't apply? These are questions I'm still asking. Uh, but yes, I started to 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 get some ideas about that. Yeah. So uh, I've heard the saying that it's it's rarely the product; it's always the story around the product. That's the real value. I think uh, Simon Sinek talks about that. But uh, so that's really what you help companies do is say, okay, we've got this service, this product, this deliverable. How do we frame it? How do we talk about it? So walk me through, if you could, the the framework just at a high level so that we can understand that if you don't mind. Yeah. And and I'd say, I'd say um, not only like we have this product as a given, um, before I get into it, you know, uh, you know, in the old days, <laughs> products didn't change much. You know, when 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 a lot of the marketing theories and and uh, and sales frameworks are, are based on this idea that you know I have a I have a can of soup on the that's on the shelf. It's not going to change over years. Even you know, software back then, you know, uh, a few decades ago, sold in shrink wrap boxes that didn't change very much. We're now talking about, especially if we're talking about B2B software sales, typically these very like sprawling platforms that that are constantly changing, sometimes by the minute. Now, you know, software now can be can be updated that fast in production. So this story is not only like essentially how are we packaging this thing for sale, but also this story is guiding the actual building of the product. 
right? And so when I work with teams, um, one of the things that I ask is that the CEO lead this work because uh, because we don't want it to just be a sales story, sales telling a story or marketing no. telling a story. No. We want everybody, product and everybody, you know, bought into the same thing. But you asked about the structure. So the first thing, and I've talked a little bit about this already, is uh, can we frame our point of view as a story about a shift from some kind of old mindset to a new mindset? So you said old way, new way. I'm not just talking about, you know, hey, there was an old old product and we have a new product. But what was the, before we get to products, what was the mindset yeah. of the old product? So when Benioff goes, he, one of the interesting things he did with that narrative is at right, right away, he went to um, uh, a, a user conference in San Francisco that was being held by Siebel, which was then the the 800 pound gorilla of the, the CRM space. And he has his team pick it outside with signs that say no software, you know, software with the, the circle <laughs> slash. He's not saying no Siebel. Um, he's he's saying, hey, there was an old point of view, an old way of looking at the world that uh, is now obsolete and that we're against. And there's a new one. Another example of this uh, that I wrote about uh is a company called Zwara, which I think no coincidence is started by employee number 11 at Salesforce. He, he sees what Benioff does and he starts and he says, hey, you know, we used to we used to uh, buy things outright. So uh, even software, we, we go to the store and buy it. Now we're going to subscribe. We're subscribing to things, uh, you know, movies. We used to we used to buy uh, VHS tapes or uh, CDs. Now we're going to subscribe to these all you can eat type services. That be is Wara's story becomes all about the subscription economy and yeah. uh, creates this whole movement. The way I see it is this story is really defining a movement. Uh, and so what is the movement that I or our business is championing? Uh, and that's not our product. Our product is going to, you know, uh, help you help you participate in that movement. But what is that movement? So that's the first piece. Um, and, and of course, we want to define this movement in a way that has life and death stakes for the buyer. So when uh, when, for instance, um, Zwara says, hey, uh, the world is moving to subscription, they're showing that, hey, the winning companies are look at uh, Netflix, uh, Spotify. What they're all doing this, and the losers are are the ones who who clung who are clinging to the the old way. Um, it's similar in the movie, you know. Luke only wins by <laughs> it's life and death. You know, his parents are are or or his his adopted parents are killed, and you know, there looks like they're out for him. So we have to convey that this is life and death and uh somehow what that that this is about winning and losing this is this is sometimes i see as the second piece or sometimes embodied in that first piece um the next piece is then okay well what are going to be the obstacles to um you know to to embracing this new uh this new approach this new uh, mindset because if it were easy to turn your company into a subscription company, well, you don't need Zwara to do it. If it were easy to 
embrace the cloud, you don't need Salesforce, right? So what are all the, the hard things? Um, and then can we show, the, so that's the second piece. Third, can we show that the old tools weren't built for this in some way? So uh, there's gonna be alternatives to what we're offering. Can we somehow peg them to that old mindset? Uh, so saying, hey, all these alternatives, really they're, if you wanna embrace that old mindset, well, they're great, but if you want to embrace this new mindset, mm -hmm. you know, they're not going to work for you. I think, um, you know, I'm going to stop you here real quick because yeah. this is this is awesome. And uh, I want to make sure that our listeners are following along here a little bit. So you're saying that, because I really liked what you said there about mindset. You said it in the, almost the first paragraph when you started talking to structure is we've got to identify what's the old mindset that people are in that's causing them to continue down the same path they've always been on. And how are we going to introduce a new way to think and mindset gets overused, but we all know what it is. But what's a new perspective that you need to be taking that the winning companies are taking that the losers aren't taking? Right. And by winning company, we're talking about the customer companies, the, 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 the correct, buyers. Correct. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. that's, yeah right. that's a good, that's a good distinction. Cause it's not, this is not about us. None of this is about us. Right. It's not, a, it's not, we, we have a new mindset yeah. of how we're going to sell or that kind of thing. Exactly. It's, it's the new mindset where, of the buyer. Yeah. That's where people, sometimes know. I, sometimes people get, get confused. Oh, they do. They yeah. do. So, so we got the mindset and then the movement, the movement is the idea that, Hey, this is a, this is something bigger than just our product. This is where the world is moving and there, and people are excited about this. And, you know, I know that's one thing that Tim Cook or Tim Cook and Steve Jobs and Benioff have done is they've created a movement around their product and no, the no cloud or the cloud movement, not no cloud, cloud movement. Um, cloud, cloud, no software. Yes. Cloud, no software. Yeah. And then at some point, there's tools. There are tools. The The old tools will serve the old thinking and the new tools will serve the new thinking, but it, you got to find a way to get those new tools. So continue then. I just wanted to recap that. Yeah. So then, um, so now we're, we're almost ready to introduce our stuff. You know, well, how is, how is what we're, we're delivering designed to get you over these hurdles to, to this new way of thing. But bef just before we do it, I like to introduce what I call the buyer mission statement, the, and this is, um, it's kind of born of this new mindset. So, okay, let's say there's this new mindset of uh, uh, subscribing to things. Um, well, I like to kind of, how can we crystallize that into a kind of goal state that's very compact? Um, in the movies, so in Star Wars, it's very clear pretty early on what Luke ha and his friends have to do to win. They have to defeat the Death Star. This is in the first movie, um, and and it really that that simplified goal kind of organizes all the action. Well, in a similar way, um, uh, you know, with uh, Zwara, Tien Suo says. Well, what would it take to turn every customer into a subscriber? He, so he, he, he has this, this phrase, right? And sometimes I like to do it as a question like that. So, you know, so we asked a simple question, what would it take to turn every customer into a subscriber? It's a way to boil down, like it. you know, everything. Every, yeah. in, and in a way, it's the mission of the company. Yeah. It's it really is the company mission, this buyer mission, right? Where we're we're and and if the buyer says, you know, well, I don't really care about doing that, 
okay, we have a, maybe this is not our customer. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I like the, I like the, if I can interrupt there, I like the, yeah, idea that we ask ourselves a question of what would it take? You're kind of getting a little behind the scenes. If you're the customer, you're saying, oh, so these, these guys have thought about this. I mean, they're really, it's not just about a pitch now. Cause I think that is one of the dangers of any of these frameworks is the pitch comes and the buyer can feel it coming and you've got to cushion a little bit, do a little bit of transitional work. Yes. And I think it also, you said it, it it's, uh, I, it, it works to help the buyer not kind of smell like they're being sold. Exactly. Um, of course they're being sold, but it also, I, I think one way it's doing that is, is inviting the buyer along on yeah. the journey of thinking, yeah. like, how did we get to this? And almost inviting them as a partner in the discovery of what we're doing. Uh, one thing I heard from one CEO I worked with was, you know, hey, yeah, by the time we ask this question, it's almost, it should be almost obvious exactly. what, what the product is and what we're going to do. Because exactly. we talked about all these these hurdles and all this, right? It's just now. Yeah, but I, I, I think, Andy, going. that you, you mentioned something and you kind of passed over it, but I'll, I'll pick it up on it because this is what we teach in our work as sales coaches is you're really not selling them. You're really inviting them along this journey with a lot of other people to a promised land that they may or may not want to go to. And now I know at some point there has to be a transaction. Money has to change hands. But I almost feel like, no, the idea with this, telling it this way, is you're never selling. You're never pitching. It, it never enters the conversation. It's basically, do you want to go with me to, to the promised land or not? It's okay. Right, right. And and that's that's the structure really of a movement, is hey this is where where this is what we believe and this is where we want to and and our movement has a goal state and hey are you are you on board, uh and and hey the winners seem to be joining us we seem to be you know so are, do you want to come along, like and that. yeah the answer might be no uh, but yeah. uh, if we've of course we've built that story, the elements uh, of the story that, that I've talked about, we've built them by talking to customers that we've had and getting from them that story, all the elements of the story, so that we're pretty confident that yeah. if someone is in our target, then yeah, they're going to, they're going to resonate with this story. Plus I think the, and I know that you probably, as I'm, as I do, always want to be talking to the people who are the highly influential, high authority people. But sometimes, if if I'm teaching this to or to a sales team, and they're not in front of the CEO and they need to be, this story can really help them get there, either either directly or uh, the the buyer needs to go into the CEO if they're looking to spend a lot of money and say, look you're thinking of this as a product. This is not a product. This is bigger than that. And they can explain that. So you're really arming your constituent to filter it through the company, even though I know Optimum is we're in front of the CEO. Sometimes we're not though. Yeah, exactly. That person you're talking to is going to have to enroll champions right. on their side. And they're going to be talking to people who may not understand, you know, don't have the, the detailed problems to be solved uh, don't have familiarity with those on a daily basis. Don't understand why this product matters, and <clears throat> your 
arming them with this story about why yeah. it matters and how, exactly yes okay bring us home then so we talked about the the buyer mission or the goal state which i love as a pivot point what's next yeah uh, and then it's just really showing showing how the product does uh, achieves that goal how it how it overcomes those obstacles that we talked about so this and and this really depends on the context uh how you do this this could be in a demo it could be a couple of slides that are you know shown that give a high level overview of this and then you know maybe there's a demo later yeah. uh it, it, that that really becomes very dependent on 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 the the situation is it a how how we do this or is it a what is it a what we do is it is it like the detail or is it more just generally here's the framework of how we help companies if you want to go down this path with us Here's what it looks like. Well, I think it can it can include a little bit of both. So uh, it can include uh, we, we must have mentioned, you know, so for instance, for subs, uh, I'll go back to that example of Zora with the subscription, uh, since we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, one of the obstacles that Zawara brings up before they get to their demos, they say, hey, yeah, great. So so all the winning companies are doing subscription. But if you want to do this, well, Okay, now instead of just like putting out a bill uh, for for a product, now you're going to have to have this always-on relationship with this customer, uh, and keep metrics about well, how happy are they? Uh, what are they buying over time, or what are they using over time? You know, for instance, like Netflix, they have to know like what kind of what movies are you looking at and what TV shows. Uh, so this is just one of one example of the of an obstacle that they they raised. And so now uh, we're obviously we want to show when we're getting to the, we want to show okay here's how we have an ability for you to track all the the preferences or the usage yeah. of the person that that uh, yeah so yeah we do want to show some what's um, and then uh, you know maybe we want to also show some 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 success stories oh okay yeah. so here's yeah. how I don't know uh, Dropbox or Box or whoever was their customer. Uh, transformed from, you know, selling to doing this or what, you know, uh, using yeah. our stuff. Well, I like the obstacles too, because they're thinking it, they're thinking, oh God, this yes. would be great, but how are we going to do this? And you could say, look, there's three obstacles to this. Number one is enrolling your people in the company. Number two is how do you track all this stuff? So you're preemptively solving the problem or the objection because they're not even going to want to know how to object to some of these because it's going to be somewhat unique and how how you're approaching and so they're yeah. going to say geez i love this but i wouldn't know where to start well here's one of the challenges where do you start well we've got a very simple and one of the things i love to do is is if we've said okay here are the three challenges we see one two three ask any we missed and see what they say yeah. Yeah. and if they're obviously we want to uh th this becomes discovery gold and if there's anything that they say, we obviously we want to address it, but also if we hear something over and over again, maybe we add a fourth <laughs> or, yeah. or change the yeah. three that we that we yeah. typically talk about. So where can people get a hold of you, Andy, or follow you either online or uh, wh best wh what's place the best to way? follow me is LinkedIn. Uh, if, if you connect with me there, I'll, I'll uh, connect with uh, anybody who looks, looks like a real person. Um, and uh, I also, um, I recorded a talk recently uh, called Goodbye Product Hello Movement that uh, I think a lot of people have told me has been a good introduction to my work. 
um, maybe I'll, I'll share that link with you and you can share it with your, your uh, followers. Get that to us. That sounds really interesting. All right, Andy, I appreciate you and uh, I'm glad you were with us and uh, I really appreciate the, the work you do and the conversation we had today. Oh, thanks so much for talking. I uh, really enjoyed the conversation, Bill. Yeah. Okay, see you. Bye-bye.